Troy Shelby, and I'm here with... And, yeah. and Timothy Fowdy. And Timothy Fowdy uh, with the Rant Reloaded and... Eterne Veritatis. Which Sorry, means I had to get for, some luxury there. Which <laughs> means for those of, who do not speak Latin, eternal truth. And you are now listening to the Saturday Night Special. Granted, it is, uh, it's Sunday night now, so we're a little late getting it out. Uh, had some uh, personal and technical difficulties we had to deal with on both our ends. So uh, we apologize for the delay in the broadcast. So, yes, we are very sorry about that. I mean, I feel like it's my responsibility on that one. Uh, I, I've I've picked up some side work, and I, I feel like I have to explain this to both of our audiences here because they kind of count on us. So um, I picked up some side work because, as you guys are well aware, I praised everybody of it last week. Uh, unemployment's been really messing with me this year um, in my off season, so I had to pick up some DoorDash, and yeah, it's it's been fun. <laughs> And unfortunately, yesterday was a hot day because the Packers play in Wisconsin, and that's where I live. <laughs> right, right. Um, weren't they playing Cincinnati yesterday? No, San Francisco. Okay, I don't know right. what the heck happened with that. I think I think our coach and uh, and uh, our, our that that's the that's the really funny dynamic between uh, um, Green Bay Packers and San Francisco Forty ers is that. Uh, our lead coach, our head coach, is the big brother of the head coach for 49ers. Right. So I don't know what the dynamic is there, but it seems like whenever they play against each other, Sibling rivalry. we always lose to them. Well, we always lose to them. And I, I, I'm, it's it's happened consistently now to where I'm like, okay, big bro's got to be throwing the games for his little bro. It's probably some sort of bet they had when they were kids, and big bro lost, so now he owes. Because yeah. we've beat teams – we, we we beat the snot out of teams that literally beat the snot out of San Francisco. But yet right. we can't beat San Francisco? Like, what's up with that? Well, like, I don't get that. That's, that's like Cincinnati uh, has has beat the Raiders uh, twice this, uh, since November, and they can't beat the, 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 the Cleveland Browns, and Cleveland Browns is the worst team there is. But anyhow, that doesn't have anything to do with this show. So. <laughs> right. Throw an interception. There's, there's laundry on the field. Yeah, yeah. You there's definitely a flag on the play. But anyway, um, uh, <laughs> folks, I think we have a really good show to you, for you tonight. You're not going to believe some of the stuff going on. Uh, it's uh, some of it's absolutely mind-boggling, flabbergasting. I mean, I I, I lose brain cells just thinking about it. Right. Um, but. There's a silver lining there. There's a silver lining there in Virginia, and we'll get to that later in the show. So, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, this this episode is definitely going to be a hot one, and we got a lot to talk about. I mean, Virginia is definitely a pretty hot topic, especially anybody who's in the know on that one. And for those of you who aren't, it's going to be some really good news. And, uh, and I mean, and hopefully, hopefully, I'm 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 praying on my knees my my pant knees are like worn out because i'm i'm on my knees praying about this one i seriously hope it's the clarion call the rest of the country needs right now um on on the virginia stuff because man they're making some good moves there as well we got some 
So we got some Biden boondoggles and uh, lefty organizations, probably funded by Pelosi or Soros, because God knows those are the two richest names that we have around this country right now. And they had um, their, let's be honest, they had their hands in everything. Oh, God, yes. They, that, they is why I call it, He's, that is why I call it the Soros-Clinton uh, syndicate. Right. Well, I mean, Soros, he's he's bank he's bankrolled how many freaking AGs being being elected around this country and well, how many um, secretaries of state. I mean, he went after our elections. And I think last I think the last election cycle was plenty of proof of well, the successes a, he's had a, in that. According to records, which I wish I still had a copy of them. He also allegedly bankrolled BLM and Antifa during the riots of 2020. Well, I mean, of course he bankrolled BLM, and, and, and there's plenty of proof of that one out there through the Tides Foundation, which is owned by George Soros. So, I mean, I exactly. mean, it's, it's one of his front companies that owns it. But the Tides Foundation directly funds BLM and also directly funds the DNC. And, and guess what else? The Tides Foundation also shares a Canadian headquarters with, huh, how about this, Dominion Voting Software Systems. Right. Right. I mean, if that doesn't say what it is, I don't know what does. But exactly. we're, we're getting off topic again. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, I mean, like like I said, folks, we've got a lot of stuff to cover tonight. We're going to try to do it all within the hour. Uh, but, uh, I mean, there, there are silver linings with things like Virginia. And uh, things are looking good for the Republican Party as far as uh, seeing a red wave in the midterms. So that's going to be outstanding, and we'll get more into that, of course. Of course, uh, Biden's uh, uh, what boondoggles, boondoggles, <laughs> misstatements, whatever. Uh, anytime the man opens his mouth, he 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 does irreparable damage to the to the Democratic Party. So <laughs> yeah, like his his campaign statements about the biggest, uh, the about the biggest and most expansive network of fraud. <laughs> but but what the what the left is setting up for in order to try to uh to capture our elections and pr basically prevent elections is just uh it, it's it's demonic to say the least. Right. I mean, so this is this is kind of the thing. You know, they had plan A. Plan A was to just overhaul the elections, get it so that way they could have illegals voting, which the the New York, for all the conservatives that might live in New York still, I'm not certain that there is any in there, but you know, if there's a few still listening in there, don't worry. Don't worry. Um, because of the law that they passed in New York where they can now have illegals voting, guess what? That can be challenged in the Supreme Court, and you can win it well, because that is a direct violation of the Constitution. As far as um, I know... Because it says you have to be a citizen in the United States Constitution exactly. as to far vote. As, as far as I know, right now, there's already uh, pending suits against, uh, against New York City or the state of New York uh, on their on their election uh, allowing illegals to to vote so uh, I forget who what organization it was but there's a couple Republican organizations that have filed joint lawsuits against New, New York City on this illegal on uh, excuse me on what the language they use non-citizens being able to vote so non-citizens yeah and I mean and that's 
that's the thing is that everybody talks about you know using the right words with with the courtroom if they don't have citizenship if they've never raised their right hand to their to the flag and pledged allegiance to the flag and been sworn in as american citizens essentially because it's it's not just it's not a right to be an american citizen be able to vote in our elections it's a privilege exactly it is an absolute privilege to be a part of this country and this goes back to what's been going on since uh since the 2018 elections of foreign interference in our elections the democrats wanted to cry oh trump got in through foreign interference that was obviously debunked but look at everything the left is doing now they are trying to encourage foreign interference into our elections in order for them to hold office and that that actually comes up to a point that i want to make here in a few minutes but first i want to get to the story about the rep uh, madison cawthorn from north carolina now it seems to me now this is this is the the you know page that i have up uh right now on the screen for anybody who's going to be watching on rumble is that nonprofit organization challenges Rep. Cawthorn's candidacy using constitutional amendment written to keep Confederates out of Congress. Now, this is a, a Civil War era, wartime law that was that was uh, put in place to keep Confederates from being able to serve in Congress. Now, I understand why it was made at that point in time, um, and and I understand why it's still a law to this day, but. They're trying to use January 6th, and I'll highlight it right here for everybody who's watching. January 6th, U.S. Capitol breach. Now, they call it a U.S. Capitol breach, but a lot of Democrats out there called it insurrection or rebellion or all that, but that's not the legal language that has been used in police forces or even investigative services. It's the Capitol breach. Now, that's that's semantics, I know, but that's what they're treating it as. It's why we have a January 6th commission or committee or whatever it is, is because they're trying to find reason to call it insurrection. This whole thing, this whole thing reminds me of, of, a, of another historical event. I mean, Huh. I, I I really hate to bring up this particular word, but does anyone remember Nazi Germany? Exactly. Does anyone remember what happened to allow Hitler to rise to power? Now, now, hmm. folks, folks, real quick, let me interject here. You really need to pay attention to what is going on here in North Carolina because it is a foreshadow of what the Democrats are going to try to pull for ever since January sixth. They've been hollering insurrection, insurrection, right. insurrection. They've got countless people sitting in jail right now as insurrectionists, but none of them has been charged with anything. None of them has been convicted of anything, yet they keep shuffling them around through the through the federal prison system, keeping them hidden from their lawyers and from, from people, the contact with people that can help them and stand up for their rights. So uh, right. basically what is going on here, and like I said, People, you need to pay attention to this story because it's going to set a, if what I suspect, uh, eventually the federal Supreme Court will overthrow everything, but North it's going to go into North Carolina Supreme Court. This is just my prediction, okay? Uh, right. It's going to go into federal North Carolina Supreme Court, uh, which is, uh, which the majority in the North Carolina Supreme Court is Democrat. 
and they're going yeah, to use Yeah, it's a 4-3 this... right now. Exactly. So they're going to use this, he's an insurrectionist thing to label all Republicans, because we've already seen them label all Republicans as insurrectionists. Oh, yeah, Nancy Pelosi so, was screaming that last February. So they are going to try to stop any Republican from being able to get on the ballot to hold office, anybody who's going to challenge a Democratic seat, they're going to label them as an insurrectionist in order to prevent them from getting on the ballot. If you have a MAGA hat, they're going to label you as an insurrectionist. Exactly. Exactly. I mean... So, people, you need to pay attention to this. You need to get a hold of your state senators, your state congressmen, and and, and order them. Remember, they work for you. You don't work for them. So, order them to to literally put the brakes on this crap. Right. So, I mean, what... What the whole January sixth thing? I mean, this this is something I want to take a, a minute or two here to to try to express correctly because I think people look back at history and they try to look through the lens of history without truly understanding how things actually happened. I mean, they understand the events happened in a certain order and what the impact of those events were, but they don't understand the timelines that it took place. Well, keep in you know, mind the, the whole. Keep in mind, Donald Trump offered to have the National Guard and active military on hand to secure the Capitol for that day. Okay, he right. made that I mean, he made that plain <laughs> offer. Nancy Pelosi, who is in charge of D.C. police, turned him down and refused to provide extra police force in order to and, secure D.C. for that day. And that's, that's actually something else, too, is that the lower-level officials, who actually the decision falls to first before it ever gets to Nancy Pelosi, the lower-level officials, the police chief of the Capitol Police refused assistance from Donald Trump. The mayor of D.C., who it gets kicked up to after that, refused any assistance from Donald Trump. Yep. And then it goes to Nancy Pelosi. Even the sergeant of arms of both the Senate and the House refused Donald Trump's offer for extra security. Well, so on this top is not that, on Donald Trump. Exactly. And on top of that, there are video that shows a D.C. police officer physically removing the barricade so people could pass by. Oh, there's even more than that. There's okay. actually a video that shows, that shows D.C. police officers yanking random people from the crowd that was lined up behind the barricade and beating the snot out of them on Capitol <laughs> steps. Exactly. Before and what about, any breach ever happened. And what about this guy that the FBI director oh, will Epps. not answer? Yeah, Epps, exactly. They will not answer questions about Epps. They will not identify whether he is a employee of the FBI or even if he's a confidential informant. But he was right. in the crowd, and you see him going through the crowd, talking to people, whispering to people, just before just before this this so called uh, uh, insurrection took place. Right. I mean that that was uh, one of the videos I actually watched on Forbes the other day was of Ted Cruz grilling the FBI uh, liaison to the Senate about this, saying, "Look, you can't answer any of my questions." 
so what what exactly can you do you're you're sitting here trying to you're supposed to be testifying to us about the facts and you can't give us any facts like what is the point of you even existing in this job as liaison with the fbi he even he, he made that case he's like what is your job if you can't answer any of the questions that you are sworn to give us under oath right here in this room exactly and now lady i could not give him any answers I and can... he was asking it questions about uh, about whatever his name epps you know he was exactly. asking a bunch of questions like why was he on why was he america's most wanted one day but then suddenly overnight as soon as it gets out that oh he might have been a fed suddenly he is not on the list anymore exactly so i mean we we've got and like i said this is why honestly i believe the so-called insurrection was a false flag uh, operation. I honestly believe oh, it was. I think the guy with the horns was not actually a conservative. <clears throat> I think he was basically the fall guy. Because he, oh, he, they always have he's, a fall the, guy. he's the only one out of everybody that was arrested in connection with that that got charged with anything. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is that why... Okay, I get it. People want to be theatrical and stuff like that when when there's crazy things going on. But honestly, why was this guy who's dressed like a complete freaking moron, okay, be at the front of the pack trying to lead everything, sticking out like a sore thumb? Yeah, speaking speaking as a conservative and somebody that served in the military, if I saw this guy trying to lead any kind of military coup or... Or, or militia or anything like this, I'd laugh easy at him target. and probably kick the crap out of him. Yeah, he's an easy target. The guy I mean, looked like a freaking moron. He's not somebody I'd put my life in the hands of. It's like, you guys, do you guys know where the words Minuteman came from? Minuteman came from the fact that people back in the day of the revolution could load their gun, could load their rifles in less than a minute, was which was a very involved process, okay? very involved process you had to put the bolt uh, the 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 ball in 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 the you know you had to put the ball down the barrel and, and cram powder, it down in there on exactly. top, on top of the black, black powder, powder make sure you had everything up there correctly and making sure it was the right consistency right packed in because if you packed it into hard, the rifle would blow up in your hands so any any rifleman who could load his rifle in less than a minute was an elite trooper because of the fact he was called a minute man but you want to know who the minute men always shot for first officers yep those who stuck out like a sore thumb because if you disorganize the the uh the group in front of you that's why he was sticking out like a sore thumb that's why he was trying to act like he was a leader so that way he can we, lead everybody into the jaws of a trap. Military, military uh, protocol is is still the same today. The uh, uh, you take out the leaders first, the officers. That's why when you're in a, a, a combat zone or even in the field uh, and you don't suspect that there's an enemy around, it is literally a court martial offense to walk by and salute an officer. Right. Because that shows that the who's that shows who's in charge, and if there's a sniper there, well, uh, it's basically sniper check. Right, right. I mean that that's that, that's that's just you know 
that's battlefield self maintenance. I mean, you're pol policing exactly. yourself on that but one. I don't that's checking buy, yourself and keeping yourself checked on a battlefield. I don't. I don't buy this guy as the leader of an insurrection or a coup on, right. on the Capitol because, quite frankly, if you've ever heard him speak, he doesn't speak like he's got the intelligence to organize any such event. I think he was masking his voice because I don't think dude actually talks like that in real life. In fact, I'm willing to bet that that dude didn't actually serve a day in jail. Well, I don't know. I know he was the only one brought up on charges, but uh, then it just kind of... Yeah, so they could, so they could remove kinda... him from the from the jail first, so that exactly. way they could you know, get him and back it... into his get him back into his FBI uniform. Exactly. So, I, I yeah, I like I said, I think it was a false flag information operation organized by the 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 democrats or at least soros and right it, it's been the perfect tool uh what is it nancy said never let it let it never let a crisis go to waste oh that wasn't nancy that was uh i think that was nixon or maybe it was fdr i'm not sure but anyways we are way way the hell off topic here i was i was gonna make uh one impression here about this and that was the burning of the reichstag the burning of the Reichstag was January 6th, essentially. So all this stuff about January 6th commission and all this stuff that we're going to be talking about with Rep. Cawthorn, um, they're trying to bring him up on on sedition charges, essentially, or or uh, what is what is the actual? Uh, um, basically, they're they're trying to say that he is. Uh, oh, what's the word? I I just had it in my brain two seconds ago. Like where did they go? Where did they go? Insurrection or rebellion? Which no person be, who is in, yeah. engaged in insurrection or, or rebellion against the United States government can be representative in Congress. That's what they're trying to claim. Now I want to go into something that's actually very important about that is that we have two previous North Carolina Supreme Court judges. One used to be a Chief Justice, and the other was an Associate Justice. Randy Orr, well, not not Randy Orr, but uh, Robert Orr and a gentleman named um, James Exum. Now, here's here's the funny little correlation between them two. You know who Robert Orr is? He's a never-Trumper. Now, I'll qualify that here in a right. second. I know he's a never-Trumper. Because when you go through his 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 uh, Wikipedia, and, and I know God cursed me for ever using Wikipedia, that leftist-run organization, but it even says on Wikipedia and several other news organizations across the board, including... WAPO and and uh, um, New York Times and all that. He left the Republican Party after forty some odd years of loyal service to the Republican Party and and serving as Chief Justice of the North Carolina Supreme Court. He left the Republican Party because of get this mean tweets. Right now, who, now who's James James Exum? James Exum is a lifelong Democrat. And guess who is working on this case together as the special counsels for this? Exactly. Robert Orr and James Exum. These are never Trumpers and Democrats. But here is their website the website of the place that they they represent. Freespeechforpeople.org. Right. Before you go go into that, I do want to bring up something that is a uh, uh, a potential of uh, uh, of um, basically an attack directly on the uh, midterms and the primaries. Um, 
The and that's at the North Carolina Supreme Court again. Like I said, uh, the majority Democrat, uh, my, minority Republican in this in the state Supreme Court. Uh, they've actually ordered a preliminary injunction for the March primary, suspending candidate filings until two lawsuits that are pending on gerrymandering and redistricting. The redistricted maps are settled. Now I find that's, it that's interesting. That's in North Carolina. Exactly. <laughs> they're 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 executing this, saying no candidate, including candidates that are up for re-election, can actually file. Well, if you don't file, you don't get to run. If you don't file in time, so what do you want to bet that they make sure that these two lawsuits extend past the midterm elections? Or at least past the March primaries, so that so that the, the 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 representative from North Carolina that we're talking about here uh, is unable to uh, to file. Thus, means he can't run for re-election because if he doesn't file, right. he can't run. But that also goes for about uh, for a long list, and I mean when I say a long list of people. This what they're trying to do with this is they're trying to get legal precedent to remove several big names from the ticket of being able to serve in Congress. And this doesn't just include the House. Congress is two different two, two different bodies. It's the House and the Senate. Exactly. They're trying to use legal fiat to bar people from running for re-election or running for election based on the fact of whether or not they've supported Trump. Exactly. Okay? And that's and that's the crazy part. But let, let me let me move on with this because we've got a limited amount of time left for this segment. Yeah, I here. think and, we've got about thirty minutes left. <laughs> well we got forty two minutes left on my clock. So this right here, um this particular lawsuit that they that they're working on, S B one in Texas, uh I'll have to go back up here to, to the election protection or um there was i had the page up here just a few minutes ago um and it was talking about what's going on with this texas uh this this texas sb1 it's also going through arizona now there are a number of things that they are trying to uh they're trying to cram through in these two states that have a lot to do with this organization free speech for people this is not no uh, no conservative organization okay um i mean just look at that join the call for attorney <laughs> merrick garland to resign failing uh, you know failing to hold former president accountable okay honestly i mean i want him to resign over what he said about parents but they're saying right. over over failing to hold former president trump accountable like that's this website here. So, right. Um, let's see here. I just had it up a minute ago. I don't know where the heck. And it here, went. here's my question on all that. Hold President Trump accountable for what? There is nothing linking him to the events of January sixth. Uh, matter of fact, if you listen to the speech he made, yes, he did tell people to oh, go to Washington and make a stand. But he said in peaceful protest, not in an aggressive manner to attempting a coup. As such, hold him accountable for what? 
President Trump, right. regardless of who he is, cannot be held accountable for the actions of others when it is clear from his own statements and statements released by the media that he did not encourage such action. As a matter of right. fact, when it happened, he immediately condemned it. He absolutely did. He told everybody to go home. Go exactly. home peacefully. So here's here's the thing. And they, they said he hesitated on that particular call. Um, I, I'll bet you anything, it wasn't so much hesitation on his part. It was more or less his staff was advising him. And his, his staff was trying to advise him not to say anything. But then he came out and made a public statement saying, look, go home, people. Exactly. Go home. Exactly. Okay. But here's here's the one thing I wanted to get to with this with this organization here and then we'll round we'll wrap up with the next uh with this segment after that right here on my screen right now um is what this free speech for people is fighting for in Texas and in Arizona apparently they're saying that uh Texas and Arizona passed legislation this year to stop oh oh to to prohibit drive through voting let that sink in for a minute drive through voting in, in, in two states that are considered the largest ports of entry for illegal immigration Arizona and Texas drive through voting yeah that is that concept just in and of itself makes absolutely no sense whatsoever I mean right. it, we have a hard enough time uh, regulating our voting practices and, uh, and complying with election law to that to sit here and try to confuse it more by having lines and lines of cars going through a drive-through like it's fast food. Oh, and they, they and apparently uh, uh, Texas is is not a fan of dead people voting because implementing monthly purges of the voter rolls, which I think is a good thing, because people die every day. Oh, yes. Don't you think those voter rolls need to be cleaned up on exactly. a proactive basis? And here's the funny thing. Democrats are filing injunctions to stop the rolls from being, from the rolls having those who oh, yeah. have been, who have actual oh. death certificates in existence from being removed hey. from them. Hey, didn't you know, I, I told my wife, I, I want her to keep my, my, um, keep my identification around so that way I can vote 20, 30 years after I'm dead. Well, I... Right? You know what? Right? You're exactly. You're younger than I am, so I'm going to say this point blank. After I die, which could be 25 years from now, could be tomorrow, God forbid. But after I die, whatever you do, just make sure I never get up out of the grave and vote Democrat. Right. Right. If if you do, I swear to God, I hope I don't get charged with uh, with uh, mutilating dead bodies. But if you do, I will go to your gravesite. I will dig your body up and I will shoot you again. But, How about that? Exactly. I'll make I that mean, deal with you. I, I I find it really interesting that apparently millions of people lay in the ground 364 days out of uh, uh, 365 days out of the year until it's election year. Then all of a sudden, one day out of the year, they're able to rise up out of the grave. Right. I mean, but hey, even after all this bad news, we got one, one piece of good news. Well, about we've got we've got year. more we've got more than one piece of good news. So I'm just saying about the voting thing. Just about the voting thing. Um, 
Republicans gained large number of voters in 2021, according to many surveys that have been run across the country through places like YouTube, of all places, believe it or not. I've seen I've seen the ads myself. Um, Republicans saw um, a large a large gain. Um, by the end of this year, we were actually at 47 percent uh, of voters surveyed identified with the right compared to 42% who identify with the left. Now, anybody who's been paying attention to those numbers, what were they last year when uh, last year at the beginning of the year? They were completely I, opposite. Oh yeah, it was they like were 48 just and 42. Flipped. Exactly. And see, I just know it's like 48 and 38. I think it was 38. We were, we were at 38%. Exactly. And I've been I've been saying this on my broadcast. I've been saying this on Saturday night special quite a bit. The Democratic Party knows they have lost their American voting base. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, minorities are turning against the Democratic Party because they're waking up and realizing that in spite of their hollering uh, racist and everything else at the at the at the Demo- at the conservative parties, they're exposing themselves to be the actual racist. So minorities are turning on them, finally waking up, realizing that no, the Democratic Party does not have their best interest at heart, and that, so they realize they're losing their voter base. Uh, the, the yeah, polls, I mean, as soon as they the, found out that they're trying to have uh, um, illegal immigrants and and children being shipped off to every single country in the middle of the freaking night without notifying anybody, I think that's when they lost a lot of people. Exactly. Then there's and, other ones. And now, here's this, here's one thing but, I I do remember seeing from a video on YouTube probably about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. Um, you have several veterans who are actually Democrat, which I know it's it's weird, but they exist. I I know that. Um, but these veterans are like, yeah, they, Biden lost the uh, Biden lost them, lost their vote exactly on but, when he left Afghanistan the way he did exactly. But my point on this is that they've lost their they've lost their American vo- voting base. This is why they are oh, yeah. allowing uh, illegals, quote unquote, non citizens to flood through our southern border and trying in this uh, in this voter bill, which uh, is what Biden made his guffaw about this week, which may, which the White House is jumping through hoops trying to clean up, but they need, God. they're trying to make it so non-citizens can vote uh, throughout the country in federal elections because they have no the, no voter base. They need these millions of illegals that they've let flood into the, com- the country to vote for them just to keep them in office. So otherwise, there's no way they can stay in office. And that being said, let's uh, go ahead and get into Biden's big foot and mouth disease. Oh, dude, that's yeah. So here's here's a here's a mind numbing brain cruncher for all of you people out there. This is the one (laughs) thing that gets me is that we haven't actually added very many voter integrity laws there's a lot of them in wisconsin that are still stuck in the senate because we can't get can't get evers to sign off on them you know so we really haven't added very many even in texas we've added what two or three uh, voter id legislations in georgia they've added like four or five but they're nothing extremely stringent in fact they kind of mirror what was happening before 20 uh, right right at the very beginning of the election season for 2021. They actually added a day of early voting down there, as well as in Texas. So I don't know what they're complaining about, but apparently, according to Biden, because they didn't pass the 
what I'm going to call the voter suppression bill because that's what it would do by by allowing illegals to vote, by allowing all this extra stuff. It makes my vote feel like it's worth less, so it makes me less interested in voting. It would delegitimize every American citizen's vote. But wait, but wait. He's calling... He's calling the the election this upcoming this upcoming election season could easily be illegitimate because we didn't vote to delegitimize our elections. Exactly. Now I got I got a question for you, Mr. Joe Biden, and this is this is the thing that uh, Circleback Saki um you know kind of called out saying, oh, that's not what he meant. That's not what he meant. But we haven't added anything much except for voter ID laws. Which is kind of a good thing anyway. And see, we haven't he didn't, added anything. He didn't. He didn't even specify anything being added in that statement. He his no, whole he thing was, if this voter, uh, I'm going to, as you called it, voter suppression act. Uh, if this new voting bill is not passed, then that is the problem. Has nothing to do with the with the the the. Uh, integrity laws that were passed the point is he wants to eliminate all election integrity okay and Saki I mean I don't know if you saw her press conference the woman was in an obvious she was in a well composed obvious panic oh absolutely she was in a complete tizzy she didn't know which way she was pointed up or down or left or right or forward or backward she didn't know it she was running into herself on the way out the door that morning i'm telling you right now and um, she, but she basically had the attitude when answering the reporters of how, she didn't come out and say it but just the way she was saying uh saying uh, let me be clear on this was how dare you ask me such a thing <laughs> right right <laughs> So her, her comments on, on, on Twitter, let us be clear, POTUS was not casting doubt on the legitimacy of the 2022, was was not casting doubt on, on the 2022 election. He was making the opposite point. That doesn't make any sense. He was <coughs> casting doubt on the 2022 election. Exactly. Um, but he said, in 2020, a record number of voters turned out in the face of a pandemic, and the election officials made sure that they could vote, and those who those who um those who have those votes counted. Um but here's here's the problem. He's saying that um, right over here in this article, you're qu- we're going to quote him exactly. Let's be clear. Um, oh, he said he was explaining the results. Okay, well here's oh where where did I see it at? I saw it somewhere around here. Oh God, I wish I was more composed. The bottom line in that in that statement he made, he specifically mentioned the 2022 election could be easily illegitimized. Okay, so apparently uh, the whip for Biden um, says, I'm absolutely concerned about the legitimacy of the elections if the election bill isn't passed. He said this on CNN. So here's the thing. He's worried about the legitimacy of the elections for 2022, the midterm elections, and we haven't added any major laws. So that means, guess what? If he's going to really try to claim that 2022 elections will be illegitimate, that means his election as president was illegitimate as well. I mean, I'm sorry, dude. I don't know how much further your foot could be in your freaking throat right now. Maybe it's all up to the knee. Maybe you're sucking on your own butt cheek right now. Okay, I don't know. But your foot is crammed all the way in there because you just said your own victory 
was illegitimate. Exactly, and I'm sorry, bro. I'm, 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 I, I hate to say this. I mean, honestly, the 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 man needs put into a retirement home, and and and, and he needs fed through a, through a twenty four hour enema. The guy's a complete idiot. Oh, good God. Uh, but I mean, God forbid that he's probably would got ha- 20 pounds of his own shoe stuck in his intestines. God forbid that would happen because then we'd have to deal with the most hated politician of, of history as our president, which would be Kamala Harris. But here's here's also the thing. She'd be completely and utterly without a leg to stand on on anything because her staff absolutely hates her. Her staff would be a bunch of yes people that don't actually do anything. Exactly. Besides tell her yes on everything. Pretty much. Do I look old... good? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Am I the fairest of them all? Yeah, <laughs> fattest kind of, of them all, maybe. But, uh, I mean, seriously, <laughs> the only people supporting her is the AOC squad, which which doesn't which oh, which God. doesn't which doesn't have the intelligence of an inanimate Barbie doll. The whole pack of them doesn't have the intelligence of a box of rocks. In fact, that's an insult to boxes of rocks everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to my foster sister. I know when she was growing up, she collected Barbie dolls, but it's really not an insult to Barbie dolls because they are smarter than. Than what the AOC squad and Kamala Harris are. I mean, the funniest part about all this is that you know that Biden is doing this right now. After how many times did he lecture Democrats and Trump about oh, exactly. casting doubt on the 2020 election? Exactly. And I mean, before the before the midterms even takes place, he's already trying to throw that shadow of doubt. So you've got this. He's already basically threatening to declare the entire election illegitimate because his voting agenda wasn't passed. You've got North Carolina setting the grounds to declare every Republican candidate as an insurrectionist, meaning they can't run. So I mean, it's it, it's a it's a this, this uh, I, I'm looking at Nazi Germany here, and it's, uh, it's we, we are looking at the the beginning of the Third Reich, or the Fourth Reich, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, technically, um, I think Hitler was listed as the Third Reich, so it would be Fourth. Yeah, it would be the Fourth Reich. But here, here's here's a funny thing. Um, circle back, Saki says something here, and I'm kind of wondering about the punctuation on on Breitbart. I'm not sure if they got it right because I'm not sure if she was uh you know you know how it is with with politicians. They say something, they could be saying nothing at all, or they could be saying something the quiet part out loud. You never really know. Right. But here's the thing. She said this particular line. The big lie is putting our democra- democracy at risk. We're fighting to protect it. Are, what are you fighting to protect? Democracy or the big lie? Well, here, here's the here's the thing, uh, and, and you hear hear Democrats saying this all the time. Okay, that they claim, oh, we are a democratic nation. Okay, no, they leave <laughs> exactly. They leave out the the last part of that. We are a democracy, but we are a democratic republic. Right. So right. a democracy is basically what uh, places like uh, like like 
uh, I guess Nova Scotia. So, uh, basically, it's socialist nations follow a democracy. I okay. mean, the only um, way you could really take republic out of it is if you were going to put representative democracy. You know, that's the only way you could take republic out of it. But we but are even, not... even then, you're still saying representative. <laughs> exactly. The bottom line is, contrary to what the Democrats want people to believe, we are not a democratic society. We are a democratic republic. Right. We, for, we, for, we built... Our founding fathers built this nation on the concepts of uh, uh, of republics like the Roman, like like the Roman Republic. And actually, actually, we're not we're we're not even actually considered a democratic republic. We're considered what we are considered as a nation is actually a nation of democratic republics united under one yeah, banner. Yeah, exactly. But because uh, each state is its own democratic republic, but we are united as states. Exactly. That's why we are the United but, States. Exactly. But yeah, we uh our founding fathers basically modeled our country after Rome with uh with some of the best things from the Roman Republic added into it and the worst things removed. And and that that's the other thing is I was I was listening to Wallbearers live live a while back is that we're not completely based off of Rome we're actually partially based off of guess what Viking civilizations well yeah yeah but I mean I'm not even joking because the the people who exercised democracy where it counts which is the people's voice count was the Vikings not even Greeks did that Rome's the Romans didn't even do that. The, the senators were not elected by the people. They were elected by the senators. Yeah. They elected themselves. Okay. So when it comes right down to it, the the one thing that we have to thank for having a voice in this country, each individual citizen, are Viking civilizations because every Jarl, before they did anything, whether it was building a palisade around their town or it was deciding where to plant the next field or deciding which village to raid next they had to have a completely unified village behind them meaning every person voted yes to do it if no one voted yes to do it if there was one person who didn't vote yes to do it they didn't do it it was democracy within Viking society so that's we took that but we said Okay, instead of it being unanimous, which there are still some votes out there that have to be unanimous, but instead of it being unanimous, we'll make it, you know, you have to have a, a, a pretty good majority for something, or at least a simple majority on a, on a lot of other things. Okay, that was the thing, is that we've taken, our, we've taken the best of most other societies that came before and put them together into one experimental nation, and guess what? We are the longest-standing form of government in the world today. Exactly. Um, but uh, And people, you need to listen really closely. I am not trying to advocate violence of any sort, but it is the time to stand up to the, the, the these unconstitutional, unlawful acts of the Democratic Party 
is now. Not, don't wait till the elections. You need to stand up now. We all need to stand up now. And that doesn't mean by force necessarily. That means stand up in the courts, get in, the, contact your representatives, even the Democratic representatives. And I seem to remember a Democrat during the uh, during the Trump administration talking about get into the face of, of any Trump supporters and let them know they're not welcome. Well, I'm going to turn that oh, yeah. around. It's time that we do that to the Democrats and let them know that they and their policies are not welcome in this country. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that goes with that. I mean, honestly, I can't put any more emphasis on that myself. We do need to stand and and, and not just stand up. We need to stand for. Stand for what's right. And what's right is certainly not anything Miss uh, Miss Jen Saki here with her snarky smile on her face whenever she's trying to to Saki explain because right. I mean it's not woman's plane it's not man's plane it's Saki explain because she has her own way of circling back on issues doesn't she oh um, definitely when as she's as she's sitting there trying to Saki explain okay fact is is that we've got to stand up and stand for the right thing which is making sure these people never get voted back into office exactly people and... like them now now i mean i i was i was talking with troy here just 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 last night about uh something and I, I made an admission i know that troy you know vehemently disagrees with me on this but i'll say it like this and i don't speak for every every conservative out there i know i don't but when i heard uh um what's his face the uh, the democratic uh senator from um from west virginia speaking you know joe manchin now now cinema i i'll give her props for for not folding but i don't like her very much i don't like her policies i don't like anything about her really because she is a complete leftist kook out there but hey at least she did the right thing and not blow up the 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 filibuster but joe manchin when he was speaking he actually went back into exactly why the filibuster exists and he said look i can't i can't destroy this because this we will be in the minority someday and we need this we need this to protect the voices of the minority because we'll be there again if we end it here today we will not only screw these people here today but we will screw ourselves in the future so it's people like that Democrats that are like that that should be the ones to stick around because they're the ones that actually understand what the Senate is truly about. It's about the place coming together and making things work. You know, partisan politics happens in the House, but it's not supposed to happen in the Senate. No, it's not. It's not really not supposed to happen in the House either, but unfortunately that has become the way of things. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, I will give him props on, on, on that. Uh, I don't know that, uh, there, there's not really much I can give props to any Democrat on, but I can give him credit for that. He was accurate on that. He stood for what is right. Um, he, uh, him and, uh, uh, the other woman, I, I forget her name off. Cinema. Cinema. They're pretty much being ostracized now by the uh, Democratic Party, but... Oh, yeah, uh, Cinema's, Cinema's been completely uh, uh, censured by the uh, re- 
Arizona state Republicans over uh, state state Democrats over there, not Republicans. Um, she's been censured by the Democrat um, Party in Arizona. Exactly. And apparently, she's actually going to be facing a possible impeachment. Well, good luck over, with that. Over her not nuking the filibuster, which, I, yes, absolutely, good luck with that. That's not something you can really impeach over, but apparently that is what's going on right no, now. No, that is... They're trying to uh, get well, they can, they can Well, tr- they can try, but that's not an impeachable offense. It does not qualify no, as no, a it's high... Not. It does not qualify as treason or a high crime. Well, uh, you never you never know. In Arizona, they could they could do that. I mean, heck, they, they allowed people to use black Sharpie markers on their ballots. Or blue sharp markers or whatever, which you're not supposed to do. Well, Arizona's <laughs> Arizona's got got some got some problems anyway. I know my my uh, a lot of my family lives in Arizona. My mother was actually a victim of the Democrats' last uh, election scam, where uh, they actually contacted her and said uh, she voted on the Republican ticket, and they told her point blank, "We will not count your ballot." Yeah. So after all this, after all this uh, dark and dour talk, I know we still got about fifteen minutes left in the show, but I kind of want to get to this last topic here because this, this is the, this is the cream filling in the jelly. Exactly. Donut. Well, but before we get that, I'm going to interject one thing. Now, uh, a couple weeks ago, we talked about how how the uh, Democrats are uh, allegedly are, are apparently or appearing at least to be jumping ship. Uh, about two dozen of them had announced that they will not run for re-election in the midterms uh, for various reasons. Uh, the good the good news on that front is that trend seems to be continuing with uh, between two and four more. Uh, Democratic uh, senators and and congresspersons uh, stating that they will also be uh, not running for re-election come the twenty uh, come November. So uh, that's one piece of good news, right? Uh, the other but I'll piece let you, of I'll good let you news. Take, get, take this one away here because this one's your story, and I just did the homework for you. The, the other piece <laughs> of good news, and I have to give credit. To uh, to the new governor of Virginia, he is outstanding in everything that he's doing. Um, he oh, good guy, yes. as, as his as his first act as governor, the first thing he did was signed two executive orders. The first one being that uh, now in and he's given them eight weeks to comply, but. Uh, the CRT, critical race theory, is now banned from all Virginia schools. Okay. Furthermore, <laughs> he issued, he repealed the mask mandate in Virginia, stating that, okay, if you want to send your kids to school with a mask, that is up to the parents. If you do not want your child to wear a mask in school, again, that is up to the parent and the child. Basically, he has said, that the schools no longer have a say-so in whether their students wear masks. It is up to the parents because the parents are their guardians, not the school. Right. So that kudos to him on this. Uh, and he's also opened up uh, apparently a uh, investigation into uh, uh, an unfortunate event that took place. Uh, concerning uh, concerning a male 
uh, alleged male uh, tr transsexual, transgender, whatever. Uh, well, it doesn't who, say transsexual. It just says a skirt-wearing schoolboy. Exactly. Who <laughs> used the female's bathroom and in the process of that wound up sexually assaulting two females, two, two female students. So he's opening up right. an investigation. Now this kid, I don't mind bringing this up because the kid who perpetrated this has been convicted of it. Uh, but he's right. opening up an investigation to find out could the school have prevented this. Well, my answer right. is simple. It, yeah, you could have prevented it. If you, if I, I'm sorry, if you're walking around with the, excuse my terminology, if you're walking around with male genitalia, I was going to say something else, but I decided to clean it up. Then you have no business walking into a female locker room or a female bathroom. I don't care if you claim to be transgender or not. It's right. not acceptable. This is why things like this that happened in the in that school in that North in that Virginia school occurred because they were allowing people with the with the genitalia of a ma male to go into a female bathroom. Okay, now I mean, and this this has happened a few times all over the country, but this is the one that's been the most publicized. The, the, but the thing is, is that the 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 obvious answer to wrongdoing in Loudoun County, I mean, yeah. This could have been avoided. It's called "Don't be a uh, Don't be a uh, Pardon my French here, but dumb fuck, and pass some dumb fuckery law." Exactly. Well, and I guess it, is all it is. And, and it's not the only. And, and yes, some of those might say, "Oh well, that's a light isolated incident." It's not so isolated. Not long ago, and I wish I remember which state and prison it was at. There was a male inmate that claimed to be transgender. So he was made a, a inmate at a female penitentiary where he raped uh, a number of uh, the female inmates in that penitentiary. Right. Okay. Right. Come on, people. I mean, okay, if you want to play that you have more than one sex, well, that's your business. But don't sit there and use it as an excuse to... to to do stupid shit like allowing people to men to go into women's restrooms okay I mean, first of all the children female children do not need to see a grown man standing at a toilet you know, and, and this this actually is a kind of a nice segue into another story I, I remember hearing from California and I mean it's not really a segue it's it's still this because this is this is about not just critical race theory. The governor's uh, the governor of Virginia made the right move on critical race theory. Ban that shit right now. Exactly. Like that stuff's not being in our schools. But <coughs> the thing is, what people don't understand about critical race theory is that it's not alone in our schools. There is another policy, and it's the very same policy that that allowed for this uh, sexual assault in Virginia to happen. Exactly. And it's called critical gender theory. It actually exactly. all started with critical gender theory back when Facebook started listing fifty-five some odd genders on on their on their gender selection. Okay, this is critical gender theory. It's actually just called critical theory. Okay, this is all about uh, um, transformative educational values that they're trying to put oh, uh, and, that they're trying to and put by out the there. way to all of you that are 
over this COVID thing, holler, all, all you leftists that are hollering, follow the science, follow the science. Okay, let's follow the science. Science says there are two genders, male and female, and that no, they are, are not three. interchangeable. There are three. There are three. I will say this right now. There are more than two genders. There are three. But that third gender is very rare to appear in anybody. Okay. Very, very, like one in a couple hundred million people might have it. Okay. And that's yeah, being, the, and I, I know we're probably going to get banned off of YouTube for this, so I don't. That's why I don't post to YouTube. You're recording hermaphrodites, exactly. But uh, I mean, now, now there are is, some that are extremely lucky, and they're born with uh, with with two uh, with, with with two um, two baseball bats. Okay, well, that's more information than I need, but still, I, the bottom line is human beings are not. Frogs. We cannot change our gender at will. No. Okay. Yes, there are some frogs that can that can change from male to female. Humans can't do that. So quit trying. So you want to holler? Follow the science. Follow the science. Okay, let's follow the science. Absolutely. There, I mean, otherwise, shut your mouth about the following the science because apparently you don't know the first thing about science. But one one last story. I don't have it pulled up here. I wish I did. Um, I wish I could still find it. But there's a, a story out in California, and anybody out there who wants to leave a comment in my comment section or email either one of us uh, about it, uh, you can just message me on, on Rumble. I'll get it on there. And if you follow me on Facebook <laughs> or or uh, anywhere else that I um, I have you know my, my profiles on, which is places like... Uh, um, Parlor and Minds. I have a profile on there, but one other thing I'd like to get, I'd like to talk about here is that critical theory in general. Here, there's a story from California about a mother that raise that's raising her daughter on her own, and she's works a lot, and and her daughter's always been afraid of talking to her about about this kind of stuff. So apparently, the school had convinced her daughter that she was wanting to be a male but couldn't oh was wanting to be lesbian or become a male or become a male and that she couldn't ever tell her mom about it because her mom would reject her well her mom didn't even know and her mom said that why would i reject my own kid okay i've i'm the same way about it myself why would i reject my kids i may not like it but i'd have to get used to it because that's my kid's choice no, but by you the know. same token, you're not you're you're not going to tell your child. Oh well, yeah, you yeah you you might like like God forbid your uh, I I hate to I'm sorry to do this, but let's say your daughter came to you and said she likes girls more than boys. You're not going to convince her. Well, you're actually a boy. Yeah, but here's here's the thing about that. Uh, I mean. I'll probably get a lot of flack for this, which is fine, whatever. I don't really care. I have my own personal view of it, and I've done, and I have my own personal view of what I've studied. The fact of the matter is, is that I really wish they would hack the L off of LGBTQ because lesbians don't exist. As, okay. as a as a sexual preference, lesbians don't exist, and the reason why they don't exist is because lesbians actually take their name from the island of Lesbos, where the Amazons from Hercules stories were. Okay, that's the only thing that's called lesbians. 
because of the island of Lesbos. Right, now, right. the reason why lesbians don't exist is because the actual act of homosexuality on any level requires penetration. Okay? And with lesbians, there's not really penetration with a another sexual organ. Okay? That's what requires homosexuality. So, lesbians don't exist. It's completely natural for two women to be attracted to each other. Hell, if I was a woman, I'd be attracted to women too. Yeah, but uh, I see what you're saying, but my point is you're not going to tell your daughter because she likes girls that she's actually a boy and she should go and get a surgery to change her gender. Oh, she hell no. get on hormones and blockers and all this and the I other. I tell her if she wants to make that decision and she wants to get it paid for by someone other than herself, then she has to wait until she's later on in life when she has her own job with some damn good insurance and that's when they can take care of it. But I am not going to subject her to that before she's even 18 years old. She can make that decision on her own then. Exactly. I mean, I, I don't have anything against somebody who who, who who goes that way but let's let, let let's let's call it what it is and instead instead of saying oh well you're actually a different gender and this is crap they're teaching our children in school which is not right. acceptable and, and the entire thing is actually designed to brainwash your children into trusting teachers more than they trust their own parents. Exactly. And with that, I, I hate to announce, but it appears that we are out of time. So, Tim, if you have any final thoughts, now is the time. Well, my final thoughts are, um, I hope you don't take offense to this, but God help us. I mean, we have a lot of good stuff going for us and a lot of good clarion calls happening with what's going on in our country right now. But with what I see the Democrats are planning and what's going on with people from Davos Group and uh, and the Great Reset, which I know everybody's saying, oh, that's a conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory because, for one, it's not a theory. It is a conspiracy, and, and you know, I'll, I'll get into that probably next week, but... Uh, with what they've been planning, what they've been trying to push, we're seeing a lot of that stuff being pushed here. Exactly. And that's I, why I'm saying, God help us. Exactly. As I'm fond of saying, it's only conspiracy theory till it's proven to be conspiracy fact. Now, with all the things with this uh, uh, declaring uh, conservatives, all conservatives in, as insurrectionists, uh, trying to pass the new voter laws, etc., it's no longer theory, people. This uh, it, They are slapping us in the face with this. It is plain, hard, cold fact. It is that the evidence yeah. is right there in front of your face unless you're too blind to see it. And that's and that's really the other thing with like places like Australia is that uh, that basketball player I was talking with Troy here about the other night, and this is kind of one of my last thoughts here, but I want to finish it all the way out, is that uh, he is being... Uh, punished essentially I don't remember the exact things that are happening to this gentleman but he played for the NBA he's an Australian guy um, he, he publicly and very vocally with his hundred and uh, with his 1.3 million uh, followers on Facebook and Twitter and, and, and the like um, called for every member of the Victoria I think it's Victoria maybe maybe it's a different one of the provinces over there um the Victoria province leadership to be voted out and they warned him not to say that 
okay as if that was really gonna as if that's a really the right thing to do but what this whole thing is going to lead to and and australians are australia has already signed on to this whole great reset shindig from davos group um is they're wanting to make us all in the serfs and if we don't end up being their serfs um i'll get into something else next week that's happening right here in wisconsin that's definitely cause for concern due to one little piece of of the uh legislation which i will tell right now they're talking about being able to pour cremated ashes into the sewer system if there's no next of kin to pick up the ashes the remains oh that's a little bit disgusting it's a little bit disgusting, but it's also a great way to disappear someone with no trace of them ever left or left behind. Right. So uh, if you are not willing to be a serf, they are willing to try to kill you and disappear you. And that's the point, is that that's where this is leading. They want us all to be serfs and them to be lords. Exactly. So with that being said, uh, Tim, first of all, I want to thank you for doing the, the, the show again with me tonight. I have a great time. Oh, no, time. thank you, sir. I have a great time <laughs> with, the, with with doing the Saturday night, Saturday night special. So, uh, again, sorry that we were delayed. Um, and I'll just close out with my normal saying, folks. Again, pay attention to what's going on in politics. I know... People think, oh, well, it doesn't really affect me. Trust me, the things that are happening today affect you. And as I always say, if today's political situation isn't pissing you off, then you're simply not paying attention. Either that, or, right. you're too, either that or you're too dumb to realize what's really going on. You just got too much of those horse blinders on, bro. <laughs> so... With that, uh, I'll, I'll say good night to our audience. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can contact me at contact at the rantreloaded.com. Uh, please feel free to send your comments on both Rumble, on both uh, Tim's broadcast and mine. Feel free to mash those like, follow, donate, whatever buttons they have for social media. The old boxing love for me. Uh, because that's what that's what can keep us operating. That's what what, what shows us that our, what our numbers are. So hit, hit, hit those buttons and feel free to contact us. Like I said, contact at therantreloaded.com. Uh, and uh, your contact information is what, Tim? Well, my contact information is pretty much just look for me on Facebook or Rumble. I will answer any any messages or comments on there. I don't exactly have a uh, a secure enough non dedicated email for this purpose right now, so I'll have to wait a little while before I can get that set up. But just comment on the videos at Rumble, or if you catch me on Facebook, I, I go under the same name on both places. I'm not afraid, and I stand up pretty loud and clear. My name is Timothy Fowdy. <laughs> very well. And you can also get uh, the Rant Reload. You can contact us over Facebook as well. Just go to our rant, the Rant Reloaded page. Uh, leave your comments. Um, you can also catch us on Spotify. I unfortunately don't have a way to get comments off of Spotify. That's why I give my email address. So, again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, you guys have a blessed week. And take care of yourselves. Thank you and good night. Thank you and good night. <laughs>